1: Be Wednesday to everyone in the sports universe. It is September thirteenth, two thousand twenty-three, from Las Vegas, Nevada Sports Universe. I am Michael Carvelis, and well, he's Aaron Crouch. What? I am Michael Carvelis in Savannah, is Georgia Sports Universe. I always ruin the intro. Um, Aaron, how has your last two days been, sir?
0: Becoming such a tradition now for you to just ruin the intro at this yes. point. Yes. Yeah, you guys know that show, A.M. Drive? They're awesome, but like, I just tune out the first 45 seconds of it.
1: That's attention spans. That's not good. Maybe that's our
0: thing. You know, oh. Tune in a minute late. <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, you know, it hasn't really much changed since Monday. Uh, I know that we've got some big injury news, obviously, in the NFL. What week wouldn't be without big injury news in the NFL? It seems like they're all getting injured. You know, everybody's blaming turf. But over here... Not too much. Everybody's kind of celebrating a Raiders win. I know that sounds weird considering there's not a lot of Raiders fans, but I think uh, I'll be honest. I think Jimmy G has really kind of given people who are not Raiders fans in this city, just kind of a little, little boost to actually root for him. I like Jimmy G. I
1: mean, he's easy to root for. He's, you know, he's, he's a, a handsome he's a man. Thing. That's right. Um, head to Mike and Aaron Drive.com. Aaron, where's your company stuff, man?
0: uh no hoodie today uh, i've got the uh i've got rocking the double tumblers though
1: yes i got my hoodie that's back on
0: i see that you got the hoodie on look of course i don't wear the hoodie the day you actually wear a hoodie
1: that's a fair point you look skinny though i'm proud of you uh,
0: thanks i've been hitting the gym i don't know if it's really showing yet but
1: it's showing we'll on see. the show and that's what matters
0: <laughs> uh, oh wait there we
1: go <laughs> oh um So Monday Night Football review slash recap, the Jets did beat the Bills in overtime. And just when you thought the script writers had screwed it up with the doink that was loud as crap, then the punt return touchdown in overtime helped out a ton. What is your thoughts on the game as Zach Wilson played pretty much the entire game? And then we'll get to Aaron Rodgers' injury, which now the PA is now going crazy about.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll admit, I I didn't watch too much of this game post Aaron Rodgers' injury. It seemed like it was just one of those, like, all right, well, the Bills got this one in the bag. No big deal, you know, and boy, was I wrong. I mean, um, so, yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, a lot of people are crapping on Zach Wilson, and I watched some of the highlights, and he didn't look great, but he didn't look terrible. I thought he looked okay. There was one play where I saw he just kept running back and back and back, and it's like, dude, just throw the ball away. Like I don't, I saw that a lot this uh, this week one. I saw a lot of a lot of quarterbacks, mostly the young quarterbacks, um, just not throwing the ball away. I know that that you know isn't the sexy play, but you know, trying to run over a linebacker just nine times out of ten is not going to go well for you. Um, Right. You know, or trying to avoid pass rush, just get the get rid of the ball. Anyways um you know like like i said i didn't watch a ton of this game what i did catch obviously was the rogers injury and um some highlights along the way and uh, i think this game despite the fact that it's you know the jets won the walk-off punt this game's really more telling about the bills i mean you've had all offseason you've got a quarterback who just can't seem to take that next step against the teams that matter you know, I, I understand the press conference, Josh Allen. You can oh, this is all me, all you want. But three interceptions, like this stuff just can't happen. Continue to happen if the Bills want to be a bona fide contender. And a lot of that problem, not to put it all on Josh Allen's shoulders, they still can't run
1: the ball. I I mean, the Chiefs, to, to be fair, can't run the ball either. But no, but Patrick Mahomes hasn't.
0: Josh done. Allen's not Patrick Mahomes. <laughs>
1: Buffalo fans I I said it before the season started Buffalo fans are worse than Cowboys fans because at least Cowboys have some line hardware even though it's dusty it's hardware ironically and,
0: against the Bills.
1: <laughs> right, and they're right. And they're both like like loud the loudest fan bases in the league. Well, like I say at least I Cowboys mean, have something to lean back on.
0: I understand that and I understand you have to kind of almost hype yourself up sometimes. I'm not saying Josh Allen's a bad quarterback at all by any stretch. I mean if I'm if I'm a if I'm a you know a team, a middle lane team, let's if I'm a team like Tampa, do I do I want Josh Allen? Absolutely, sure. Hmm. Um but the fact of the matter is is when he gets into games, when he when he gets into spotlight games, maybe he's Kirk Cousins. I don't know. But oh.
1: uh, Or Daniel know, Jones. Me, I see that prime time stat too.
0: As <laughs> he starting to develop one? I didn't know that. Um oh, I just I don't know. I'm I'm not putting it all on Josh Allen's shoulders, but a, a comfortable running game would make games like this a lot easier to manage and not make Josh Allen feel like he has to throw the ball down the field like he did into the defense's hands. Um, I did see the, uh, you know, the whole thing with Robert Sala and, and I don't know the guy, what what's the name of the guy, Quentin Gibson or something like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the last episode of Hard Knocks where he said, you're going to do big things for this team. I mean, dude paid dividends right away. I mean, that's, how lucky is that that Robert... Robert Sala looks like a genius when that stuff happens. I know you don't care about that stuff, but it's it's kind of funny how it, it almost is apropos that he he's the guy to walk off, um, you know, the first game, you know, post what I think uh, could be the end of Aaron Rodgers' tenure in the NFL. Well,
1: I was going to ask you that because Aaron Rodgers has a complete Achilles tear, so the doctor on Twitter was right because that was confirmed by Shafter and others, Um, you got a a poll on our Twitter slash X page. That just sounds like a porn site at this point. Anyways, um, seventy percent of the seventy votes voted like I did. No, Aaron Rodgers will not play a Jets game again. I think it being his best interest, health wise, like why would you come back from this? Like, what's the point?
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the same camp. I also voted uh, that no, he will not play for the Jets again, or play in the NFL again, really. I mean, right. let's look at it this way. I, I, if we want to believe Aaron Rodgers, you know, in the offseason, didn't he come back from that trip or go into that trip like 90% retired?
1: Yes, yeah, lines, and so like, I, I think this one pushes the needle pretty far, don't it?
0: I mean, the guy's going to be 40 years old. He's going to be coming back. He's going to get paid, what? $40 million just for this year to be on injured reserve. He's that's got nice. enough money. He's got enough time. You know, he doesn't have time left. So, like, I don't think there's anything he can do to, like, if he's trying to get in a go conversation. I know he's in some people's, but I'm saying if he's trying to get in a general goat conversation. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that stuff matters to him. So, theoretically, in my mind, he's got nothing left to prove at this point. He doesn't need another ring. I mean, he, he could he could want one, but he doesn't need one. So
1: He could use one. The only
0: thing I could see making him come back is either a point of personal pride or guilt towards what the Jets had to do and go through this offseason to get him.
1: Only see him coming back is if he speeds up his recovery miraculously in the next six months. I don't see anything else happening.
0: See the thing is, I would I would go the complete opposite direction, and if I if I'm making the attempt to come back, I would go the full year. He's not going to do training camp, anyways. What difference does it make? Right. Uh, I would take the full year, make sure I'm fully healthy if I'm deciding to come back. But there's so many other questions at this point. Is you know, if you're the Jets, am I waiting on Aaron Rodgers to come back? What if
1: what if Zach Wilson makes the playoffs or comes close to it?
0: Yeah, we well that was the other I mean, thing. You have two ways. If Zach Wilson makes the playoffs, is he the quarterback of the future? I don't know. Maybe he takes a giant leap uh this offseason or this season. Or he's absolutely abysmal and they have a top five pick. I mean, and am I waiting top ten I,
1: quarterback still, maybe?
0: Am I drafting Drake May? Am I drafting uh you know Caleb Williams if I can move up? Am I drafting maybe uh uh what's Deion Sanders' kid's name? Shader.
1: Shador, Shador. I thought it was
0: Shader, but
1: anyway, whatever his
0: name is, Dion's kid, um, you know, he might be moving up draft boards, too. He looks like an Anthony Richardson-type prospect, so I don't see why he would, you know, not be around. Huh?
1: He's electric for sure.
0: Sure. I mean, my point being is is that there's so much more for the Jets. Like, they don't lose their first-round pick next year because Aaron Rodgers is not going to play 65% of the snaps. So they're really in kind of a limbo spot. Like they obviously want to perform well with Zach Wilson, but if they don't, it's like you know I think I could still draft a top five quarterback, but now I've got Zach Wilson, a top five pick, and Aaron Rodgers. Like it just it seems like a mess that Robert Sala doesn't want to be in.
1: Mm. Um, this is it's bad. I know. Um, sauce Gardner said that Aaron Rodgers told him I let you down, kid. That 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 tells you Aaron Rodgers. Is probably as heartbroken as anyone right now because, I mean, he he switched teams for crying out loud, and someone on my Facebook was like, "Hey, he could have just retired as a Packer for all this."
0: <laughs> I mean, effectively, he might at this point. I mean,
1: so it's a it's such it's one of the weirdest events in NFL history I can remember. Like just all the expectations, and he and he didn't get a chance, and now he's like, got a, he may have to retire. That's a weird situation to be in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll. I like I said, I guess we'll never know. At this point, and I mean, the thing is, is like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not a Aaron Rodgers guy. You know that I've, I've proven that on this, but you never want to see somebody go out this way. This is, is just bad. this is this is so ugly. If this is it for Aaron Rodgers, it's so bad.
1: Barstool Big Cat was saying the same thing. Apparently, he's like a big Rodgers hater. He said, you know, I've got he said, he said, I've, I've done a complete 180 if I feel bad for this guy right now. Yeah,
0: I mean, like if he comes back on the field and actually makes a comeback i won't be rooting for him but it'd be fact, cool yeah but i mean the fact of the matter is is if he can come back and do that at 39 years old it's uh it'd yeah. be nice to see
1: give me one take on your um on the grass gods here because i know we have a super bowl talk with how that field was played like it was not very good apparently with the slipping and then now the nfl pa is campaigning for like, I just got a notification that they're campaigning for everyone to have neutral playing field. I like neutral grass. Right. I'm a fa- I'm a fan of that. I think it's long overdue.
0: I just I don't understand how these turfs that are supposed to be so technologically advanced are so bad
1: yep. for
0: for players. So I don't know. To me, I'm all for whatever you know is in is uh, keeping you know athletes from getting injured because the little you know the, the NFL that we enjoy watching does include the superstars no disrespect to the you know the third string guys but
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know i i just i don't understand how this technologically advanced turf is just so bad for sports it doesn't make sense to me
1: i'm surprised they canceled the game after Aaron Rodgers got carted off I just jeez oh, i'm just, i'm sorry um NFL top 5 or i love getting canceled NFL top 5 teams I'm very excited or you want to do yours first or who we, who we got
0: all right yeah I can go first I uh, I don't think that this is a uh, shock list but I, I ran this by some some of our buddies including uh, Sammy action and he okay. was shocked at the placement of some of my player uh, some of my teams so, so I'll go five to one number five for me is the Cleveland Browns Wow Um. They may not stay in this spot based on, you know, in a couple of weeks. But, man, week one, they didn't look statistically beautiful. But, man, they dominated Joe Burrow and and, and the Cincinnati Bengals just in all facets of the game. So uh, they made number five for me. Baltimore, not a sexy win, but a win nonetheless. Uh, you know how I feel about them in, in terms of my uh, predictions this season. So Baltimore will be number four for me. Dallas, number three. Uh, It was a toss-up between three and two for me in this spot. They didn't show me enough on offense. Granted, they didn't have to in this game to win it, but they didn't show me enough on offense to move them higher. So I got them at number three uh, with a chance to really move up. Uh, It wouldn't take much. Let's say that. Number two for me is Miami, the Dolphins. uh, That offense is explosive. Can the defense not give up 30 points a game? I don't know. We'll see. I know that Jalen Ramsey not being there is obviously a big – a big loss for them but they didn't have jalen ramsey last year so we'll see uh and number one of course is the san francisco 49ers uh just a full complete domination offense defense special teams of a team that everybody was love or you know everybody loved in the off season for one reason or another and uh so that's mine cleveland baltimore dallas miami and san francisco five to one
1: all right um I have an honorable honorable mention. It is the Jets.
0: No, it's top five. NFL. Well, I just, I, no, I just
1: want to say the Jets. I wanted to plug that in there. Why the Jets? Because they did beat the Bills with Zach Wilson. And
0: he's well, two where of are the, where are the Lions. They beat they beat the Chiefs with
1: Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And that was an impressive win. But Thursday was so long ago. I'm not going to lie. I totally, I totally <laughs> they didn't all. make
0: my list either. Don't, don't get me wrong.
1: Right. Number five, the Packers. Um I know they beat the Bears, but remember when Aaron Rodgers owned the Bears and I was like, oh, well, now we got Jordan Love. Well, they walk into Chicago. Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur still own you guys. Matt LaFleur is a really good coach. He's a very high tier two. Could be sneaking into my tier one if I had to make those. Um, Number four, the best offense in the league with a quarterback who is healthy, you scumbag media, on the Dolphins are at number four although Chargers are nothing, no defensive juggernaut. Right. three, I know his last name is Purdy, but he's very average to me. And so I think he holds the team back. I think 49ers, of course, yeah, they walked into Pittsburgh and won. But to be fair, I, I voted the Steelers to win this game. I didn't expect the offense to look the exact same, if not worse, than last year. I right. thought this, the, Matt Canna is going to get fired within the – Within the next 24 hours, it feels like. That's what Steelers fans want for crying out loud. Number two, best defense in the league, and I think Giants are no slouch. I still think we're, at the end of the year, we're going to see that. Cowboys took their pants down, beat them, pulled them back up, and said, "Now nah, let's do it again, and pulled them back down and <laughs> beat them again. Um, number one for me is a team, the Chiefs could have been in the spot that you just going to want to know, but it's the Ravens because they are one of our favorites to, like this year, and I feel like Lamar Jackson plus the defense that just enough to be my number one team. I know very controversial. I don't,
0: I don't, I don't, uh I don't disagree with Baltimore could be number one in this spot. I just, I don't think they played. I don't think they did enough for me against a Houston team to, you. to show me the style points. Uh It's amazing. If, if if Kansas City just holds on and wins 20 to 7 uh, 20 to 14 you just have them as number 1 That's insane they, are number one, they yeah. they've got so many problems right now and getting getting Chris Jones back is going to matter for sure obviously they he resigned to a, a one year deal but um uh, San Francisco I mean, you're insane with San Francisco uh, i mean Brock Purdy has literally not lost as a quarterback <laughs> in the NFL uh so to say he's holding them back right now, I think is just an absurd statement. You may be proven right in the playoffs this year. I don't know. I mean, if there is a weakness, it is quarterback. But that's not saying he's a bad quarterback. I think you're absolutely insane with that take.
1: I need them to face a team that can shut down like those wide-open zones they seem to find everywhere. Once we find if he can make the tight throws, then I'll, I'll, I'll believe him.
0: Maybe that offense is just that good. I mean, Brandon Ayuk, they've been waiting three years for this guy. <laughs> he had a great week one.
1: Fair point. Baseball top five, I'll go first here. Um, So I've got the Brewers and Rangers trying to catch this top five, but they just couldn't make the cut. So it's the same top five, there's a slight little shuffle in there. Number five, the Rays have fallen two spots, but they're still um, only three games back somehow of the AL East. Like It doesn't make any sense to me. After everything they've had going around that team in and outside the locker room, I just feel like they 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 stay consistent, but they're still not moving the needle for me. Number four, the Astros. I I told you this last week. This has been, I think, nine days ago now. We last did um top fives. Mm-hmm. Um, Astros are forty five and twenty seven on the road. They went into Texas and swept the Rangers, and that um was it, the Mariners. They were trying to creep up. Now nah, you guys can fall right back down. Astros are number one in the division again. Number three, the Orioles, who are not moving the needle, but I did not realize that um, their 48-26 road record is actually second to the Braves. That's impressive. Number two, the Dodgers, because it's the Dodgers. And number one, the Braves, plus 239, 48-25 road record, and they clinched the playoff first.
0: They did, and they, they're they like three away from clinching. Their magic number, I think, is three to clinch the division.
1: So. Ooh.
0: All right, my top five has a new entrant, one who hasn't been there all year. I've maybe maybe a little hate. I don't know. Maybe a little mm. just I hadn't believed in them, but now I do. Uh, number five, the Houston Astros are yes. finally cracking my top five.
1: Oh, um, well, I'm so excited.
0: It's time to put some respect on their name. I've I've put Seattle, I've put Texas ahead of them, and they just found a way to draft those guys. You know, draft right behind them until it mattered most. They've got all their guys healthy, Jordan, Altuve, et cetera, bringing in Verlander. Anyways, number five. Number four, Tampa Bay Rays. You're right. I mean, you have to question this team. If they didn't have such a hot start, where would they really be? You know, Wander Franco with this whole issue, uh, who may never play baseball forever again. Uh, that's that's looming over their heads. But whatever it is, they won the games early that mattered. They're still, you know, like you said, second in the East by like three games, despite the struggles, losing McClanahan as well. Number four. Number three, I'm moving down the Dodgers. I'm moving them down just a peg here, and it's not because of them. It's because of the number two team, the Orioles. How hot they're playing right now! I don't trust them in the postseason, but right now they're they're the hottest team in baseball. Um, I can't move them all the way up to number one, but because the Braves are just the best team in baseball. If I make a bold proclamation, I don't know how bold this is, but it's it's going to be Atlanta and Houston in the in the World Series, like. If that – something goes completely wrong if that doesn't occur.
1: Yeah, like Acuna Jr. gets hurt. Even if he doesn't get hurt, I don't even know if they still don't make it.
0: Even if Acuna Jr. doesn't play the play. I mean, they won the World Series without him.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I just – if something has gone horribly wrong if those two teams don't meet up. The pitching for for Houston is is what scares me a little bit, but it's not not that much. Not enough to say that they're not the – AL representative, sorry, Baltimore. You're just not ready yet, in my opinion. And Tampa Bay, I'm sorry, you're just not good enough.
1: I was yesterday. I was like, like last week old. Whenever I figured out that the Oriole was actually a real ball, like the Baltimore Oriole is a real bird. I didn't realize that.
0: You didn't know the Oriole was a bird.
1: I didn't realize like the the, the name for the bird is actually Baltimore oriole. I was Like seriously, they just named their team the ball. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. I got to figure that out.
0: I think that I think it's the state bird of Maryland too.
1: Yep. All right, we'll be right back. We're talking all things college football, including our college football top five. Don't go anywhere. Don't there stop.
0: All right, welcome back here to the AM Drive here on this Wednesday edition. If you guys don't know, we are Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the football season thanks to our awesome sponsors like AgriDime. If you guys want the best in meats delivered directly to your door for a fraction of the price as grocery stores, you have to go to our friends at AgriDime. Just go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, click the logo that looks just like the cow who's either going to be fanned or slaughtered. We can't tell which. It looks like a slaughtering leaf. I'll call it the slaughtering leaf. That's what it looks like. Um, uh, But basically when you're there, AM Drive is the promo code for 10% off your order. Tell them the boys at AM Drive sent you and get delicious meats once again delivered directly to your door. They are hashtag something burgers.
1: College football top five. Aaron, I will go first here because I, I, I was so close to putting Colorado in there and I just couldn't do it.
0: I think we're going to have the same five. I just don't think they're going to be in the the same order.
1: Mm. Number five, just missing the playoffs right now in my hypothetical sports universe, USC. If only Caleb Williams had a defense. That is just sad. Number four, Michigan. I don't know anything about this team besides they're good defensively and they haven't had hardball. What?
0: Um, We have the same teams so far.
1: Number three. Oh, this I don't trust LSU, but Florida State winning against them is a big win, regardless. So Florida State's got my number three spot. Number two, this is tough. I was gonna put the defending champs at number one. I couldn't do it because I have no idea who's on that team. It's all about Kirby Smart at this point. And number one, where's where's my gun? Texas. Big win at Bama. Again, I don't know much about Bama. I know. That was a big deal, and they have Quinn Ewers. I do know who Quinn Ewers is. I like Texas as my number one team over the defending champions. They were in there by default, but I didn't put Texas in the number one.
0: We have the same five teams. They are literally in different order. Ooh.
1: We don't. We don't have the
0: same order for any of them. All right, I'll start over Ooh. here. Uh, my number five team, quote unquote, just missing the playoff. I guess you could say, is the Michigan Wolverines. Okay. Uh, two teams they've played. I understand they've beaten them comfortably, but they haven't beaten them like I need them to be beaten right now. I understand no Jim Harbaugh. First matchup, no Sharon Moore, no offensive coordinator. Fine, I get it. (laughs) Week week three, you can maybe convince me. We'll see what happens. Uh, But for right now, Michigan's number five. Number four is my boys, the Florida State Seminoles. I don't know how much emphasis to put quite yet into the LSU win. Uh, We put a lot into it last year. It didn't really work out. But I tell you what, I don't think I said it first, but Jordan Travis, I said it last year and this year, Heisman Dark Horse, 100%. Mm. Uh, Unless Sanders keeps playing the way he is. I mean, (laughs) I think they might just give it to him by default this year. Right. Number three for me is USC. Caleb Williams so far has overshadowed that defense. I know they've played a bunch of nobodies yet so far, but he's so damn good. He is so good. Um, I think he's taken a step from last year and, uh, you're right. Uh, the USC defense after the first week has given up 14 and 10. I know it's not a bunch of, it's Stanford and it's, uh, I forget who they played in the other Nevada.
1: Stanford uh, plays them pretty well.
0: Yeah. Not this time. Remember the first half score was 49 to 30. <laughs> um, so USC slides into number three. Yes. I do have questions about their defense, but Caleb Williams keeps them in the top five for me. Number two is Texas. Okay. Uh, that's a big win, but it's that's it so far in Sark's tenure. And how can they build off this? Do I think they're going to be good? Do I think they're going to win the Big 12? Yes, 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 and yes. They still have to get through Oklahoma, which will be a tough one. Um, that, yeah. But for me, they're the number two team in the country. And, yes, number one, maybe by default, I don't know. I mean, they still have a freshman quarterback. They're, they're working out the kinks, but they've only given up 10 points this year. Mm. So the defense is still strong. I'll take Kirby, Kirby Smart, Smart
1: finds a way, man. Is Kirby Smart the new best coach in the country? At one thousand percent,
0: I think so too. I think uh, I think this NIL and a lot of this stuff is going to pass Nick Saban by. Uh, anyway, that's a topic we can talk about later. But number one, maybe by default, like you were saying, is the Georgia Bulldogs right now.
1: I'm excited. I, I, I agree with I, – I like your list as well. I don't have any – I was – I was actually put Georgia first when I first started, but I was – I can't take away that Texas win.
0: Do I, I don't I don't agree with Michigan at number two right now. Not not yours, but, like, what they have them at.
1: I, I don't know what they're doing. I think it's just by last year's default still, like, by pedigree.
0: And, and I think – we say this every year, preseason rankings are stupid. But
1: They are. We'll when, do they should,
0: when do you think they should come out? A month in?
1: Week five,
0: yeah. Okay, so after four weeks, yeah, that's fair. I,
1: I I like them for just for hype, but I the fact that we put so much at the end of the season. Well, they beat them team like that was in week two. Come on now.
0: Well, not only that, but it's like when a team like, uh, you know, let's take LSU. Aren't they ranked number five? If they lose four games, like, what's more accurate? The you know the week five where you put them in a ranking or week one where you're like, oh, they're such a failure. They're such a colossal failure. Well, they weren't the fifth ranked team in the country.
1: Right, that was just especially if they a couple games, yeah. Yeah, that was just your
0: opinion. So I don't know.
1: It's it's weird for sure. Um, South Carolina and number one, the Georgia Bulldogs. I believe this is a night game. Um, Georgia's favored by twenty-seven and a half. Nice four touchdowns, eh, almost. And the total set at fifty-four, and a point five.
0: This is a three thirty game. Oh, on man. your side,
1: on their side. Oh wow! That's a this is
0: I, this has got to be the CBS game of the week. The is it Vern Lundquist and Gary Daniels that still do I'm that not one?
1: Sure. I mean, when is LSU Mississippi State? That's usually a night game, man. I don't know when that is.
0: Uh, let's see. That one is at noon Eastern. So no, nope. it
1: might be this one then. Hm. This has
0: got to be the CBS game of the of the week. The, good yeah, good exactly.
1: song. Um, CBS is the best song. Anyways, um, disagree. Spencer Rattler. I don't know if he's growing on me by any means, but he's kind of like a leech that just says, hey, I I know people say I used to suck, but he's kind of like crawling up my body, kind of like making his way up to my brain, like about to infest me or whatever. I think they can lose this game by 21 or 20, by, by like 24 points. I don't know if I trust the Georgia offense to do their job just yet. I feel like South Carolina, if they want this ugly, I think Georgia would, would be okay with that as well. But if they get like a 35-10 to 10 kind of game, I'd be okay with that. I'm going to go with the under 54.5, but I think South Carolina could very well cover by a smidge.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I, I kind of like the under in this spot too because I think South Carolina can score. I just don't think they can score that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, two things here really jump out at me that kind of go in opposite directions. Last year, Georgia beat him 48-7. to Spencer Rattler was awful. This year, he's coming off SEC Player of the Week, 345, three touchdowns, and a a rushing touchdown against Furman. I don't know. I think, I don't love, I'm hoping this thing gets pushed up to 28. I'd probably jump on South Carolina at that point. Four touchdowns is a lot. Georgia, like you said, really hasn't shown us, despite the two blowouts, really hasn't shown us anything that, like, Makes me believe they're going to run away from an SEC team. Maybe they're saving it. Maybe they're not. Especially
1: this know. early, I was about to say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe they're saving it. If I could get to 28 with South Carolina and then even maybe put them in a seven point teaser to get five touchdowns, I know that sounds crazy, but I feel like you almost have to take the points in this spot. Being that it's in Georgia, it could be a route. I'm just, this is Spencer Rattler's game to make, to be, to make, to be a draft pick.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, good point.
0: Even if he loses his game by four touchdowns, if he throws two or three of his own, doesn't really mess up. I think he can obviously, you know, get into the NFL. and yeah, fifth-round you know, pick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's where we're at right now. I mean, this guy used to be the number one overall consensus, like, what, two years ago, the Heisman Trophy favorite? and, and I mean, how far he's fallen. But I, I still think there's some talent there. And I, when I say it, I think like, – there's some talent to keep it within the number, but I, I'd like to wait until it goes up to 28. If it does, I don't know.
1: All right, I do like your point about Georgia. white I don't even know. if they're, I think I still think they're saving the offense even for this game. Like, they can be. Whoop! Someone got a ph- someone got a phone call. Not me. What was that? that uh, I, I,
0: I don't know. That it, uh, the whole screen went black for a second, but we're okay. We're back.
1: Yes. So close but no cigar.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For me, it's like you said. I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of twofold. It's it's is Georgia just playing around with their dinner right now for the
1: first two games?
0: But they have—is he a true freshman or a redshirt freshman quarterback? This guy, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. i have no idea. Uh, I'll find it here, but.
1: Uh, yeah. I, but I just don't think, even if they were playing around with their food the first two games, I still feel like the next game. Why would they short against South Carolina I still think we can get like an under here
0: I'm fine with that I mean I don't I don't hate the under the, the only way I think we're in an under is it's a blowout
1: mm. Georgia's gonna
0: Georgia's gonna get theirs I think so mm. if we're talking about this big number basically uh, I, I just I don't know it'd be a tough total to touch because Georgia could get it by themselves if they just route I mean last year it was 48 to seven that touches the number right there. <laughs> So this not is a tough even. one. Georgia at home. Are they gonna? I mean, they're not gonna take SEC games lightly. I understand what you're trying to say there. Like if this was Vanderbilt, eh, maybe. But South Carolina's a little better than Vanderbilt.
1: South Carolina also knows how to play them. If it helps, like they've he? shown up in the past.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think the, the this Beamer, might be
1: their national championship. Is what I'm saying.
0: Well, yeah, every game against Georgia, whoever the whoever the opponent is, is, that's their national championship. Yeah. I get what you're saying, though. I mean, I understand.
1: What is the Deep South not... oldest rivalry. Is it? Is that what they call it?
0: It, it could be. I don't know. I've never heard Good old I've never fashioned
1: that. hate, something like that.
0: I've, I've followed a lot of college football. I've never heard this to being the oldest rivalry. I would I would think Florida, Georgia might be, but I don't know.
1: It's anyway. like the, the Deep South oldest rivalry, something like that.
0: The deep south. This sounds we're getting political here. Oh <laughs> uh yeah, no, uh, I'm hoping this touches twenty-eight. I would grab the cocks at that point.
1: Oh my you said the F word? Oh my gosh.
0: I didn't say the F word today.
1: I think you did one during your um during your Michigan thing.
0: I don't think I did. But All okay.
1: I'll right. run the tape back. Um not not right now, obviously. This is a family show. Number fourteen LSU. Still number fourteen is just baffling to me. On the road, against it's Will Rogers, who friend of the show, I feel like, because we I've tried to pump his brakes a few times. Like, hey, he's pretty good. Um, LSU's I, I, I don't know what that means. LSU is favored by nine. The total here's at 53 and a half. Aaron, I think Mississippi State could win this game. I'm gonna be on my fade Brian Kelly train until he probably retires. That's just who I am, that's just what I do. I'm gonna go. I think Mr. Mistake could win this game right, but for the sake of the show, I'm going plus nine.
0: Yeah, it's hard to grade coaches nowadays. Like, especially these these new coaches coming into like new, like completely new situations. Like Brian Kelly, it's like you have the old adage of like wait till are three when he gets his guys. But with the transfer portal, it's like you can get your guys right away. I mean, hello, Dion at this point. Right. Uh, so yeah, Brian Kelly's a tough tough uh, nut to crack right now at this point. Because I do believe he's a good coach. I do believe that he probably wasn't the it wasn't the brightest idea to go to the SEC West if I was him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at this point, it's hard to back LSU in this spot. I, I get it. I mean, Will Rogers is a great quarterback. I don't know much about Mississippi State this year in terms of, like, are they good? You know, we thought they were good last year, and they lost to some teams that they really shouldn't have. They didn't show up. But this is a classic case. Like, is LSU at fourteen more appropriately ranked? Possibly. I would love Mississippi State at like ten in this spot. And by the way, I don't know if I don't know if I've declared this, but I, I am uh, I am convinced that I can't beat the books straight up. So I have become a teaser guy. I will take a touchdown where you I You are get
1: such it. a softy.
0: If I win and you lose, what dif- what's the difference? <laughs> I might Some not make as much parlay's. money as you did. I might not make as much money as you did if you win. But that's yeah, the same guy that, that bets an eighteen parlay and goes, I went seven for eight. And it's like, well then bet eight straight games, you moron. Um uh, but yeah, no, I, I it's a tough one. I you know, if I can get a point here and there, it, it's huge. Um, I would I would also I would look at the over in this game. I think both teams oh, I mean, LSU 17. put up seventy two. I know it's against Grambling, but even against Florida State's defense, they put up twenty four points. Uh if you believe In Mississippi State, I think the over is a good look here. I think we could get both teams into the high 20s, early 30s in this spot. Plus
1: 280 for Mississippi State. Money line's cute, too.
0: I don't hate Mississippi State. I'm not going to – I wouldn't touch the money line, but I do think they can win this game. I was
1: going to go with the over as well, by the way. Um, Number eight, Washington, and then Michigan State, what's left of them. Washington's favored by 16. The total's at 57.5. Aaron – I'm going to go with Michigan State plus the points here because I've I've always liked this theme of, like, you know, our coach is in trouble or fired or whatever. We have this new guy coming in. We're going to show that we're no slouches. I kind of like the plus 16 here. I love plus 17, obviously, but plus 16, I guess I'm losing my 10 points.
0: Uh, Yeah, Washington has has controlled both the games they've played pretty handedly against Boise and – I forget who they played the other game against uh, uh, Tulsa, I believe. Actually, Um, they control both those games. I think Washington will get there. Michael Penix Jr. Obviously, we talked about him. Um, I don't know. You're right. I I mean, in basketball, I love the the team after a head coach is fired. Or you know, the 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 thing is, is like so many people want Mel Tucker gone at Michigan State. I I think we talked about this on Monday with regards Mm -hmm. to they're willing to just they want him to be guilty so bad just so they can get rid of him and not actually because of what he allegedly has done. Um, so yeah, for this one, I can see the hype, you know, centering around the interim coach. Um, I was reading, his name is Harlan Bennett. He went to Michigan state. He graduated oh. from Michigan state. So he said it was always a dream of his to be a coach at, <laughs> the coach at Michigan state. So he's going to be hyped for this game. This isn't a, just a get me over type, you know, season. He's maybe coaching to be the coach. You know, they can obviously – they're going to need to get somebody cheap because Mel Tucker is going to still it's be able to
1: get a $50 million dollar contract. $70 million.
0: <laughs> so they're going to need somebody on the cheap. So Harlan Bennett might be the guy. I don't know. Or Harlan Barnett, sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, I like your I like your spot here. I'm not going to play this game. Right. Um, uh, But I kind of like Michigan State catching 16 at home. If this game was in Washington, no chance.
1: That's fair. I kind of like the under as well, just like make it ugly, because like, that's the one thing they can, they can do right now.
0: Fair, I like that.
1: Colorado State number eighteen is coached by Coach Brown. Woo! Um, I don't. I'm just gonna go with the under fifty nine here. I kind of like the Colorado defense to kind of step it up here. Um, I I don't even want to touch Colorado State's covering it here. I'm just gonna go with under fifty nine. And also, like we said on Monday, I don't like the fact that we're giving 23 points for a team with a bunch of transfers right now to beat Piss and Puke already.
0: Yeah. You know, does the rivalry even matter here in this point? Like, nobody on this Colorado team is going to be like, yeah, I've
1: grown up (laughs) dreaming
0: about the (laughs) Colorado-Colorado State rivalry. Like, they're all transfers back from the East Coast. Like, they don't give two, you know, SHITs about Mm. – about the rivalry between Colorado and Colorado State. Uh, you know, it's, you know, this is actually one of the games where I would just be like, yeah, I'll lay <laughs> 23. I know it sounds crazy, but, I mean, they beat uh, they beat Nebraska pretty handily. I think Nebraska's a better team than Colorado State. Um, can Colorado State score? I don't know. I don't know much about them. I, I won't pretend to. But, right. boy, we know Colorado can if they need to. Uh, if i had to pick this game which i may end up doing later on not necessarily in the am drive 5 i'm just saying oh. i may, i may make a bet on this game i Fair. would pro- i'd probably lay the 23 points i mean talk about the hype going into i think they're i think they're Oregon and then USC or USC and then Oregon in the next 2 weeks like talk about the hype if they come off a beatdown of colorado state the hype going into either of those games it's just going to be intense. I mean, the Pac-12 needs this. I know they're going to lose all these teams, but yeah. I mean, they're literally going out with a bang. I think they have like a 18-1 record so far. I think that's just insane to me. The only loss is like Stanford.
1: I'm going to go like 40- losing to one of their own. I'm going to go 42 to 10. That works. Under in the cover. Let's do it. Um, Drake May season continues (laughs) as number twenty North Carolina with no defense whatsoever against Minnesota, who basically doesn't have an offense. Um North Carolina is favored by seven though. Um and the totals at fifty. I don't know what Vegas knows that I don't. I think North Carolina could win by thirty seven, but I don't I'm too scared. Like what am I looking? I'm what am I looking at here? Like why is it only seven?
0: Yeah, I saw that too. Um I don't quite know. It feels like a trappy line because you're right. I think Minnesota's not as good of a team as North Carolina by more oh, than a touchdown, mean. in my opinion. I think this line should be closer to 10. So 10. what, what does Vegas know that I don't know in this spot? I feel like this is a prime teaser spot, obviously taking North Carolina to, now a, it's to seven and a
1: half. half just to let you know.
0: Even still, I would take North Carolina to a half or whatever, but, um, uh, I know the Tar Heels are missing their best wide receiver, Tez Walker. He's in, battled in some kind of. He's ruled ineligible, but mm-hmm. I know he's been fighting that. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know the whole situation, but obviously he was one of Drake May's go tos with Josh Downs last year. Uh, he's not on the field. He hasn't been on the field. So I'm just curious. You know, like App State kind of gave him all he could handle last week. They took care of South Carolina rather, rather easily two weeks ago. So yeah, what what makes this line seven is very confusing to me. Uh, I mean, you got PJ Fleck who's known to cover a lot of spreads, oh. but uh, I don't know. I just I don't see it. I, I would I would take uh, I take the over in this spot. Really, I don't know.
1: Good point. Um, they beat Miss Mich- like Minnesota beat Eastern Michigan at home twenty five to six. They beat Nebraska thirteen to ten. I don't know what that does for me against North Carolina's offense. I'm sorry.
0: That's what that's what I'm kind of thinking is that like Vegas believes Minnesota's going to keep this close. And the only way I personally think they do that is to score. <laughs> yeah. I really think this is going to be a kind of a shocking like 31-26 kind of victory. Now, I know that doesn't make UNC cover. I don't know if they are going to cover, like especially with now being seven and a half. Like this game – is this game supposed to be close that we don't – like you said, that we don't know about? Like I feel like – Minnesota only keeps this close by scoring because I think Drake May gets his or, or for whatever reason we have a Drake May clunker that takes him out <laughs> of the Heisman race. <laughs> I, d- I don't know.
1: ShankGolf.com code AMDRIVE for 15% off. Look your best, even when you're at your worst. We are hashtag shankful. Thursday night football preview got to get to before we end today. Vikings and Eagles in Philly. Aaron, I've got the under forty eight. Um, I think the Eagles control this game, and I think I know. Like the Eagles just gave up 300 passing yards to Mac Jones. I know people are like, "Whoa, you know, Jordan Addison, whatever, and Jordan and Justin Jefferson are going to have their their day." I mean, it's Thursday night; those things are weird. Eagles did just play on a late afternoon Sunday game, which is very interesting. But I'm going to go with um, Eagles 26 to 17. I don't see Minnesota doing anything to keep this one like close. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, this one's this one's tough. I tend to favor the home team 99% of the time when it comes to uh Thursday night football. I think Philadelphia wins this matchup. So you kind of already see where my mind is going. I mean, it's it's laying right on the number there. Uh give me Phil give me a teaser, Philly to win the game over 41.
1: Wow. Uh, yeah, I like that cuz I I have the 43 in them. Well, that's fair. It's good. Yeah, I mean, or if you really
0: like the under, take it down, take it up to fifty-five. I don't, I don't care. But good point. I uh, tend not to tease a lot of totals. But if I'm having to do just the specific game, I would, I would go, I'd go over the forty-one. I think both teams can get to the twenties. So
1: that's about where I have it. That's good. I like it.
0: All right, that's gonna do it here for us. Appreciate appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. We are hashtag Shankful. For uh, your support, uh, in between this show and the next show, make sure you visit and Aaron drive.com for the shop, sponsors, social, and of course the YouTube hashtag subscribe. We are up to sixty subscribers now. You can be number sixty one. I'm looking at you. Let's pick a name. I'm looking at you, Robert. If you're watching the show, Robert, come on, Rob. I call you out. You need to subscribe. Uh, so again, for Michael Carvalho, I'm Aaron Krause saying, gamble responsibly. Enjoy your sports week,
1: and as always, drive safe.
0: We'll see it.